I'm currently on the phone with Rob. He's another musician that reached out about the current interview sessions. So I'm going to go ahead and give him the chance to introduce himself. Hey, Alex. Thanks for having me. Um, really appreciate it. Uh, my name is Rob Perro. I am uh, a local musician. I've been in uh, some original bands, some original projects around town. And uh, I'm currently in the Red Hot Chili Pepper tribute, Sir Psycho, as the guitar player. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, we'll definitely get into a bunch of that. Uh, but I always like to start kind of in the beginning. So why don't you give me some detail about yeah, right. you know, how you first kind of uh, came in contact with music? Uh, you know, what about it kind of inspired you and made you want to participate in it? Gosh, I guess uh, it's kind of cliche. I mean, because a lot of people have kind of gone about it this way, but like Kiss. <laughs> Like when I first saw Kiss, I was like, oh man, what is this? You know, like superheroes, you know, I was into superheroes and those guys were pretty much the epitome of rock star superhero hybrids, I guess. So what about age do you think it was when you first kind of uh, had that set in? I was really young. I, mean, I must have been like at least, you know, six or seven, you know, when I was that, I was that kid that was like. I gravitated towards percussion, towards drums, you know, so I was like that kid that took out, you know, mom's pots and pans and, you know, set them out on the picnic table on, in the summer and just, you know, was like pretending that I was the drummer for Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. You know, that's, that's kind of where, I, I guess that's the earliest memory I have of it, you know, um, I guess it's also kind of a genetic thing, yeah, but uh when I first discovered it in myself, you know, that was, that's kind of how I came along, I guess. Okay. And then, I mean, so once you kind of hit that, that point where you decided that you were going to pursue it, it wasn't just going to be something passing. Um, I know now you mentioned you're a guitarist. How did you kind of transition into like learning uh, guitar and then eventually kind of choosing that as your main instrument? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Um, and it's a funny one, too, because it's like, you know, I was the kid that was like the tennis racket was my guitar. The broom handle, or the broomstick was my guitar, you know, and I'd just be kind of like, you know, emulating a guitar player. And then uh, <clears throat> just I, I kind of, you know, I wanted to get a guitar. I wanted to learn how to play guitar. And I, um, I had a friend actually give me one, you know, that they weren't using. And then I had somebody buy me. That's it was like a plastic guitar, you know. It wasn't really serious, but uh, that's what I what I started on. And then somebody bought me a real, you know, electric guitar, and then that's kind of where I went. And that's just uh, mostly self taught, but I uh, I did take some lessons. I I wanted to be like a classical guitar player. I didn't really want to be like a rock like a rock guitar player. I just wanted to be like a yeah, like a really proficient classical guy. <laughs> so when you say self-taught, are you talking about like uh, getting tabs and learning those or picking up music books? You mentioned classical, so I assume some sort of music book. Um, or was it like kind of uh, playing to the radio of, you know, songs that you liked, Kiss song? Yeah, just, you know, trying to figure stuff out by ear, you know, learning how learning how to navigate, you know, the sounds on the guitar and the guitar neck, you know, and... I mean, I wasn't really learning the notes, but just kind of banging, you know, just hacking around, you know, and then just uh, kind of evolving from there. I mean, yeah, I did work into, you know, taking some lessons and then getting into some books. And then I'm always interested in, you know, you know, educating myself on newer techniques and stuff, too, you know. 
Um, so tell me about uh, the the process that you took from you know learning the instrument to the point where you're comfortable enough creating with it, where you started to reach out to other musicians and want to play with them. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing. It was like I, I guess I was fairly good at it right away. You know, I could do a lot of a lot of cool things, you know, but I never gravitated towards like you know getting into a group. And my friends would always come over to my house and they'd just, you know, they'd listen to me play guitar and I'd always be playing guitar. And, you know, people were always real complimentary about it. They'd always say like, hey, man, you should totally get into a band. But I just really never had a desire to do it. So like, I mean, I just literally just wanted to play guitar. I just enjoyed playing guitar. But then um, it just kind of came time and it was way overdue to just join join a band. And then... um. I met a singer, you know, on my job. And it was kind of one of those magical stories where, you know, we just crossed paths and he was a singer looking for a guitar player. I was a guitar player looking for a singer and I had an existing, an existing band. And then he had songs ready. You know, he was a, very much the cliche singer songwriter guy. And uh, yeah, we just kind of locked up and, uh, the rest of the band didn't enjoy the music, so I fired the rest of the band and moved on with the singer. <laughs> and was that kind of uh, the first band you were ever in, and that was like all kind of originals, uh, all original material? Absolutely, yep. We uh, and that's I've always gravitated towards um, you know making my own original music. That's I mean, ever since I really picked up the guitar, that's kind of how I figured it out. It was just like you know, making my own sounds, trying to make my own songs. And, um, yeah, I just never really wanted to copy anybody. It's kind of, um, that's just the way it was, was for me. From the way you kind of, uh, describe your, the way you envision yourself, uh, with music, you kind of describe yourself more kind of, uh, as a solo songwriter kind of person. Would that be accurate? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I definitely, uh, can uh that's kind of my bread and butter i think that's, that's my my strongest point is to be an original musician i could literally you know if a guy came to me and was like hey i need a bunch of songs and i need a bunch of riffs i'll be like okay well i got a bunch of songs and i got a bunch of riffs or i could make some stuff up or we could create some stuff i'm i really enjoy that you know just literally just pulling sh stuff out of the air <laughs> sure. and just and, and just creating you know and it's all, a lot of it's vi the vibe you know, or the frequency that the room is kind of presenting. I don't know. I get, that's kind of weird, I guess, maybe. But uh, or, and some people may not get that or understand that. But uh, no, I think I think there's a legitimate point there. The environment that you're creating in definitely it has an impact for sure. Yeah. And it's the individuals that you're around and their energy and what that kind of it, it literally just creates something out of nothing. You know, really. I mean, yeah, you're your end game is to, you know, create a song or create some sounds and, you know, get a, get a good thing going. But, uh, yeah, it's really just literally like creating it at that moment. I, I really thrive in that situation. That's probably the best musical situation for me to be in. Awesome. So, uh, tell me about, um, the transitional period between that first band to kind of where you are now. Um, how many iterations of bands do you think you've been through before you kind of a realize that you're you're kind of better off uh, doing it solo and then b uh, getting into the tribute band? Yeah, so I've probably been in like uh, a handful of bands. I want to you know, let me try to count here real quick. Uh, 
like four or five bands. Um, some of those are actually cover bands. Um, so, you know, it's not just a, you know, and how do I describe this? It's just, yeah, you know, I transitioned into the cover, the tribute scene or the, the cover band scene, but um, I was in like three or four original bands and then a couple of cover bands, um, which is, you know, the, the most recent things that I've done. But uh, oh, yeah, tell um, me a bit <laughs> about how you stumbled into like the tribute scene. Uh, you're one of the first people I've spoken to uh, that is in that tribute scene. I've only spoken to like one or two others. Um, but I've, I've never really gotten, well, I guess everybody kind of has a different way that they went into it, but did, were you kind of just out there looking for a band to join and that's the one that came along or are you like super into the red hot chili peppers? Like, how did that happen? Uh, That's And it's, that's exactly how it happened. It was like, um, a friend of mine, Garrison Perez, um, he, he was my neighbor at my studio um, we were really good friends and, uh, he just put out a Facebook thing that said, Hey, does anybody want to start a red hot chili pepper tribute band? And I saw the message and I was like, literally the first thought that I had was like, and what I had and how I had responded to him was like, I was literally born to do this (laughs) cause it was like, I'm I'm a huge, huge, uh, John Frusciante red hot chili pepper fan. And, uh, yeah. So it just went from there. I was, I, I heated the call, I guess. I mean, I didn't originally start it, but, um, he was the one that planted the seed and then we went from there and then I handpicked, you know, my bass player, Mike Nett, who was like absolutely the same guy, you know, he was like totally born for his role in the position in the band, you know, the, the chili pepper tribute. Um, well, let's uh, talk about uh, that now. Uh, tell me what you guys are up to. Um, I usually when I ask this question, I ask, are you guys in like the writing phase and the touring phase? Um, I don't know, uh, so I'm not going to exactly speculate. But do you guys write together like new stuff, or how how does that work? Yeah, no, we just uh, we we play. You know, we are definitely a Red Hot Chili Pepper tribute band, so we're always just working on. Um, you know, new, you know, songs by the Chili Peppers, you know, we're ever expanding our, you know, library of songs that we do. And Okay, so it's more like adding a song to the catalog that you play out of rather than like writing material kind of thing. Yeah, it's so not that model, you know, where we're doing, we're writing, you know, our own original stuff. It's just, you know, we've already learned stuff that's been written, you know, and it makes it a lot easier to run it that way because, you know, everybody just does their homework and, and then you show up in the room and that's, that's when the magic happens. <laughs> right, right. Awesome. So you guys are out doing shows. Um, yeah. How yeah. often would you guys say that you've been, that you play out? Uh, we've been together for about five or six years. Uh, you know, it took us a solid year to get guys together and then get the songs together. So it was you know good enough to present to an audience and then uh, we haven't looked back since. I mean, we've had a couple of lineup changes, but uh, we are very active on the tribute scene. Um, it's grown and grown and grown since day one. Um, you know, we've been pretty successful. We're doing some pretty big shows. We got a lot of, um, we just played the doghouse with uh, uh, Alice and Chains tribute, Mad Alice. And then uh, Lithium, we did like uh, an album night where, bands did like specific albums by those particular bands, you know, in their entirety. 
Um, yeah, it's a, it was a lot of fun. I mean, that that was the last show that we did. And we have an upcoming show in October at the Nordic Brewery in Monticello. It's called the Monapalooza. It's got, yeah, we've got like seven different tribute bands that are going to be playing. And it's about a thousand tickets. And uh, it's kind of a big production. You know, I mean, we, uh, we're rolling, man. We're definitely, uh, we've been successful. You know, it's been great um yeah, everybody that's, that's loves awesome. it that's kind of a, re- a recurring thing that comes up through these interviews when people talk about cover bands and things like that is you know it, it's it's about being out and playing music it's not just about necessarily being the one you know or uh you know playing original music it's about playing your instrument and being a musician kind of thing yeah yeah and then you know and being active and then getting paid too i guess that, that always kind of helps you know um i mean that that original game is a it, that, that's a tough or, you know, the original music game, that's, it's tough to get people to pay attention, you know, like a tribute band, because a tribute band, everybody knows they're coming in and they know what, what you're going to do. And they're fans of that particular band, you know, so. So, uh, on that note though, you are still working on your like own original stuff in tandem with the, the tribute project. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the stuff is on hold right now. I mean, I have, I've, I've got a ton of music that I want to release where it's just me kind of doing everything you know i kind of want to do the prince thing <laughs> you know or lenny kravitz you know where he's just doing everything the drums bass guitars you know vocals you know harmonies and everything and then all the composition you know i've i've got a few recordings that i've you know been working on that i want to release you know sometime or you know get it out there but it's just been kind of unfinished you know for a few months um and then i've had some you know weird situation i had my there was a fire at my studio so i was actually not not able to access my studio for quite a few months and then uh i'm still there but uh i mean i kind of put everything on hold you know or it's kind of been on hold from there you know so i'm trying to gain ground and get back to it but yeah i'm definitely gonna put out some really cool tunes man some really cool uh rock songs you know original um, so, uh, tell me, um, you know, a couple of your favorite memories that have happened to you surrounding music, uh, something that had an impact on you that just kind of keeps you motivated. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's so much, I guess. Um, can't think of a particular incident, I guess, where it was just like, oh man, you know, I want to do this forever, but, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, well, I guess, you know, right now it's currently the chili peppers. I mean, I love playing with the guys that I play with. They're always an inspiration. They're super supportive, great guys. Um, yeah, I guess, uh, I don't really know how to answer that. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Um, well, so what are, uh, some social media links where people can find Sir Psycho and yourself and, you know, follow you and come check you out? Yeah, well, we got the uh, Sir Psycho page on uh, Facebook. Uh, we do have a SirPsychoMN.com that we just released. Uh, so there's access to a couple of different websites. Um, we kind of use the Facebook thing. Facebook, you know, social media has been just great to uh, connect and network. And, you know, boy, I tell you, if you utilize that the proper way, you're you're really going to grow your brand. and and get out there more, you know, as long as you're doing something good. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, so I always like to give the person I'm interviewing the chance to put out their final words. So what's a message that you want to put out there that you think other people should hear? Man, just, uh, you know, if you're a musician out in the scene, I guess, uh, keep going, keep your head up, 
stay positive, uh, you know, keep creating and uh, always learning. And you can always learn from, you know, your contemporaries and uh, don't ever think that you're better than anybody else out there, I guess. And don't be a dick. <laughs> I don't know if that's sagely advice, but uh, yeah, I mean, that could go a lot deeper, but uh, you know, in a nutshell, just, you know, man, try to get along with the musicians you work with out there. There's a lot of good, there's a lot of talent out there, you know, in the original, you know, music realm and the tribute scene. Um, yeah, man, just uh, be a good guy and, and, and get up on stage and entertain the folks that come to see you.